<laughs> and he's hitting me he's hitting me with the uh you know i want a new body hitting that high note and i'm just like uh welcome back to the netflix book club podcast hey we're, we're back hey we're back it's been a week hey mike Tui's here hey i'm dennis rooney hey dennis rooney hey wait wait ready here's my impression of uh you remember those little puzzles in elementary school where like you'd have to figure out what the words translated to no like it'd be like uh the word top above the word on and it'd be like on, on top. top that's a bad example kind of but you oh, know what I'm saying? okay here we go what movie did we watch this week <laughs> cats <laughs> crumpled up tissue paper crumpled up tissue paper is a good one it's number eight in movies today. It was number two in movies when I made the audible to change the schedule to include it. Oh, this was the movie that was a late edition? This was the movie where I texted you late at night and I said, Mike. That I had to change after I already posted on the podcast? I had to go back into... Instagram? Instagram? The podcast Instagram, Netflix. Do you make the schedule on Instagram? Podcast. The red and white picture of me and you? Do I make it? You don't make it. Back when we used to like each other? <laughs> <laughs> Who's making it? The producer? Me and you, I thought you were outsourcing this to New Zealand. The producer's, producer's just me with my contacts in. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I thought you used like a program to make that picture with the words on it. You just do that right on Instagram, huh? Oh, no, I do. I do. There's oh, okay. a there is a PDF maker. Because I'll tell you, I, I, I waited until we were recording to tell you. I was speaking to corporate. They were very happy <laughs> with the turnaround on the assignment. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it's like I already put, well, whatever. We added white noise. <laughs> we added white noise. If you're we looking at it. our old schedule and you're expecting uh, a, the pale blue eye, oh. we'll be doing pale blue eye next week. We won't be doing Jerry Maguire at all. So. Jeremy, he's out. Yeah, Jerry's out. Show me the white noise. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah, you it's got it. It's a reference to the movie we didn't watch. Right, exactly. I've never seen it. Maybe we will watch Jerry Maguire. Have you seen I've Jerry Maguire? I've never seen it either. You want to do a quick aside on Jerry Maguire? I've heard it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I heard it was boring. Oh, it's like a chick, like chicks like it, will hate it? I don't know. I, I mean, we were alive. It's not that old, but it was like, I remember people saying, oh, this is boring. Biggest thing in the world, I remember it being. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, biggest thing. Couldn't go anywhere with that. So my mom used to wake me up in the morning and she'd scream in my face, show me the money. Well, that's. She'd do it in blackface. That's exactly right, because it's the only thing that. <laughs> Hit uh, the board! Hit the, the board! <laughs> the only... <laughs> Uh, hey, there we go. That's for my mom, technically. Yeah, the only thing that came out of that movie was that one line. Yeah, well, no, there's two lines. That and you had me at hello. Oh, bullshit. You didn't have me anywhere. I don't know. i never seen it. Maybe we'll watch screw it someday. Up, yeah, screw off, Jerry Maguire. Join the Patreon if you want to hear us watch movies we really can't stand. <laughs> We'll start doing a one movie a month Patreon. If we can get 10 people. Yeah, not no more. For $10? 10 people, 100 people. 100 people at $3. Oh, I don't understand economics. You just, I don't know if we're doing better with 100 people at $3, better with 10 people at $10. I'm not good at math. That's why I'm doing this movie podcast. This is why 10 people at $10 wouldn't work. 10 bucks is too much. Because like... Then you really owe it to these 10 people. That and also like, well, guys, Phil wanted us to watch this, but Beverly said no. So uh, if everyone could weigh in, Phil it becomes and, yeah. a literal classroom. Right. You know I, I mean? Yeah, I can handle a $3 requirement to 100 yeah, people. Yeah. A little lower expectations. There. So uh, all 12 of you, you hit us up, you find your friends. 12 squared is 144. <laughs> then we could drop it down to 225. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I like that you called economics just very simple calculator the math. Simple uh, <laughs> multiplication. That <laughs> wasn't big economics. Is it micro or macro? I'm hungry. Micro, small, <laughs> macro is big. In this darkly comic film, a professor, his wife, and their kids grapple with love, death, and an airborne toxic event. White noise. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the, all the rambling we're doing, we're trying to like mimic the pace of this dialogue, but you couldn't. You couldn't mimic the pace of this dialogue, but I think we've already been funnier than most of this oh, movie. Oh, snap. But also the uh, dialogue a lot of times isn't even, they're not even like communicating, they are communicating with each other, but they could be talking about two separate things at the same time, especially like the family opening in that house. Yes. And it just becomes, I'm like, oh, is this like an acid trip? Like, at least, like Is this going to wash out? Like, well, Right. Is the know? whole movie supposed to be like this? Well, like, I was do I have to be catching every line? I was waiting for the break. Like, okay, explain yeah. how they're all... In the same house. Everyone freezes and Adam Driver turns Something. to the screen and says, you're probably wondering why I have so yeah. many fucking kids. Right, like, yeah, like, is the whole thing going to turn to a matrix and, like, like burn yeah. down to the ground and be like, like, let me explain what the system is here. Yeah. At least the Brady Bunch, at least they had the sense to do scenes with, like, three people in it at a time. The Brady Bunch was almost <laughs> never all in the same room at the same time. Right. They were just roommates who would come and go, you know what I mean? This movie, everyone is in every fucking scene Everyone's annoying. I can't understand what anybody's saying. Even when I do go back and understand what they're saying, I'm like, this is weightless. So much... Last week we did Glass Onion, and I said not one line wasted. Okay. Every line had weight. It had appreciation. It had value. It meant something to the plot. Uh This movie, there is no... I couldn't... Like, what's the plot of this film? Well, the plot is... It's a slice of life, and life is bullshit. So it's a slice of bullshit. Well, no, it's more like it's more like a sci-fi 1984, but then there's like this co- comedic lean to it. It's not 1984, obviously. It's a different book. Uh, the, I, the hell, do you know the name of the book? I thought the name of the book was White Noise. I don't think it is. Oh, they changed the name. I think the name of the book was different. The screenplay is written by Noah. What's his name? Yeah, the director also wrote the screenplay. Noah Baumbach, more like Noah Bombitch, coming for you. But he not happy with this product, Noah. But he didn't write the book. The book was from 1988. I want to say. Yeah, the book's from and the 80s, I believe. Written by uh, some other guy. Some other dude. De- some other Delillo. Hack. Delilio. Yeah, de- yeah, you're right. Delilio. Something like that. Something like that. Um. No, I, well, I sound. You're first off. Last week we didn't even do streaming or don't stream it on Glass Onion because it was evident. I well for you maybe I wasn't gonna maybe say it. Well, you listen. You're on the podcast. You, you were more at any point. Said, I'm just saying you were. Well, last listen. Say it now and I'll cut it into it the old after, episode. <laughs> I'll pass it up to corporate. I will slice it in seamlessly. <laughs> corporate is just me with a green visor on, like this girl in the <laughs> like back that, seat, like Denise or whatever her name was. Yeah, Denise, good call. You you remember the character's name so great. It's not really. Sometimes no? oh. I can't remember the main. I can't remember Adam Driver's name. Yeah, his, his name's Adam Driver. His name's Adam. Yeah, there's Don Cheadle, Adam Driver, yeah. Greta Gerwig. Even I can't like I know her enough. Um, yeah, she makes lots of movies like this. I, sure. I still like her. I keep coming back. She she has done some stuff I liked. I did like Lady Bird. Never saw Lady Bird. Lady Bird was decent, but it's not really for us. But it's still good. Like, I think you would enjoy it. It's for ladies. It's for women. Okay. Um, But she did... We did this movie before you were on the podcast that she... It was like her breakout role, and I think she wrote it and directed it. What movie was that? Francis Ha. Oh. Very much for a young girl. It's another one like, I'm a young girl living in the city, and I don't know what I want to do with my life. Right, right. And by the end of the movie, I was just like, just do anything. <laughs> do fu-. I was like her parents. I was like, just fucking pick something and do it. Right, right. Um, 
so yeah, it's I I don't know. I'll say it. Don't stream it. I fucking this is I haven't disliked a movie this much in a long time. Holy crap! Really, this movie like I, I can't think of a movie I've watched for the podcast that I disliked more than this movie. What? And this, this is episode is number one forty. This one forty one. One forty one. Housekeeping. Wait. That is there an they are. that's an outrageous claim, dude. I'm sure there's some stuff I've watched in the in the 20s and 30s, but we're on episode 140. I don't remember on 141. I don't remember a lot of those ones. Jeez, no. This I, movie, I I uh, didn't just I, mean, I didn't just not care for it. I dislike this. That's movie. That's what that's the part that I'm taking. And you know I'm an easy please. Well, usually. you you loved Glass Onion. Loved it. It was like it, it was. By the way, everyone, a lot of people were sounding off on my Instagram stories saying what. That's what I like to do when I promote the pod. I just. Put the link and I'll say, what did you guys think of it? You know what mm, I mean? Yeah. And a lot of people got back to me, did not like it. No, I I believe them. Very divisive film. Because what I mean, and I had said the first one is like great. Yeah. It really is. Um, I can't believe that you hated this. Dude, I hated this movie. You don't see any value in what they tried to do? Because I, I mean, what they tried to do was ambitious. They tried to do, they tried to take a big thing. This is a big idea film to try to make this book into a movie. I've, I know I read the book, but like what, for what it is, I think it's ambitious in the sense where it's not worth the effort from what I read of the book. Cause the book's pretty close to this. There were some changes that I read about. Yeah, it seems like, sounds like you did. Too. Yeah. I read about the ending changes. Yeah. The ending changes a little bit. And there's just, there's more characters in the book. Obviously it's even more outlandish. Everyone's profession is like, you know, kind of Americana bullshit. It seems like in the movie, Don Cheadle's character picks up a lot of what in the book is different characters. Yeah, he's carrying the load of a lot of other. He picks uh, up a couple. Characters. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you think? Like, go ahead. You were talking about this was an ambitious movie. Ambitious. To try to... I, I mean, they they didn't. It wasn't perfect. Obviously, they mm -hmm. missed. They did. They did miss the mark. But like to say, I hate. I didn't hate it. It was uneven. Because once so sometimes a scene would end and it didn't even feel like it was from the same movie as the following scene. They the tones or the pacing, or whatever the words are, was like entirely different, and it left you like disjointed. You're like, well, okay, or like it, it, a little cheap. Maybe they tried to like make a cheap joke at the end of something so dramatic and serious, and but they were really going for this big thing, and uh, I mean anxiety inducing. A hundred percent. They, they, you know, they build up those. There's, yeah. there's some scenes in this movie that are like really, really good. But as a whole thing together, it's, it's definitely like uneven. That's what I mean. Like they missed it. But it, to say I didn't hate it. It's, it's almost interesting. It's, I, I would say stream it because this isn't a movie you're gonna run into. Like this isn't like a lot of other movies. I'll give you that. We often say that on this podcast where like Hollywood pumps out eight movies, eight different kinds of movies. Yes. Netflix, we with Netflix we get these weird movies that are off the mark. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're great. Maybe and I'm sure people are gonna like this. I mean it's still in the top ten, which is big. Well, because there's it's a I mean there's satire. Like it is satire, yeah. but it's beyond that because of the way the dialogue works. It's like this constant, tr it's like a version of human beings where the math is a little off now. Everyone's autistic in this film? A little bit. <laughs> no, but like, no, but, and, and. Is that what you were leaning towards? Or you just needed me to say it? No, I wasn't going to use it, those Mike, words. I'll say yeah, it. I wasn't going to go down the, in the toilet with you, the toilet whoa, humor. Whoa, I wasn't going to go down there with the toilet humor that you, the lowbrow crap that you're bringing around. No, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in a way, it was like when they're tuning through the radio and like things are coming in clear, then not uh -huh. clear and clear. It's almost sort of how the movies come into you. Some parts are easier to understand. Some parts are getting all jumbled. 
So I, I felt like maybe they were trying to go for that. Like that's what I think they were. There was a lot of what they were really trying to do a big thing with this. Yeah, and it wasn't perfect for sure, but it was. There's some scenes that are like really, really uh, good. I mean, there's there's definitely good scenes. There's definitely parts of the movie that evoked emotion from me oh, for sure. sure. Like I'm not gonna say I sat through this movie and felt nothing. Well, and Adam Driver is like I could just watch him do anything. He's a great actor, really good. So is Greta Gerwig. Yeah, I no, like her. she's yeah. great. All the kids were good. Everyone was good. Yeah, nobody was bad. No, it's just overall I'm watching this film and I'm kind of like. Where is this going? What's the point? And then you kind of, about halfway through, you you have to realize, you go, oh, this is just kind of, I can't, I don't want to say slice of life again because it's a weird life. Well, I think they're making, it's a commentary. It's satirical, it's commentary. Yeah, yeah but there's not really like an overall driving. The overall driving thing would be that the mom is uh, taking, uh, what is it, Di- Diarol? Uh-huh. Di- something Di- like that? Whatever the name of the drug is. Dilar? Dilar. That's what it is, Dilar, yeah. because she's afraid of death. Mm-hmm. So is the husband. Everyone's afraid of death, which I want to talk to you about. Okay. But, like, if that's the big motive for a two-hour and 15-minute movie... I need to see more of that. That needs to be the driving force of it. There's so many asides. It's like... So, but you're throwing away the whole universe that they created, which is like the Ikea, but like beyond... Yeah, super Americana. Yeah. I mean, here's consumerism, commercialism, yeah, yeah, bright yeah. colors, the see supermarket that, I, is I took a lot more credence to the opening scene, Don Cheadle in the classroom mm-hmm. explaining these car crashes. This is the symbol of... This is American optimism. Yeah. And death is to be celebrated in this pursuit of making our lives better it is the 80s yeah and that's when this you know and i so i that i i really liked how they kept pushing through that and, and showing it in in more modern terms with obviously like the pandemic stuff minus the internet yeah <clears throat> um so i like pandemic I, stuff felt a little late to the game uh you I know, know it's also part of the book so it's not it's not like they yes. included that just because no, no no it is part of the book right but it despite that it did feel like like oh they're trying to make a commentary on it, I was so interested to see what the book was because I'm like, did they just force that COVID right. thing in? But uh, apparently, yeah, the, apparently it's very close to the book uh, until like the end. And aside from like the Don Cheadle character doing some yeah. of the. I think the only thing they added, because a bunch of stuff obviously got taken out from the book, the only thing they added, which I did enjoy, okay. in fairness to Noah, I think I know, is the, uh, the car chase scene oh. that winds up with them in the river. Okay. And it's a very just that was a very funny scene to me. Hilarious, very funny scene. Also, does that work? It's because hol- the kids like kill the engine. It's hilarious. It's very funny. It's so funny. Yeah. They, they're floating down the river. Every, no one's talking. And now finally. you're like you're in an isolated panic, but your panic is like somehow subdued because you were much more panicky driving off the road, following right. a gun nut. Yeah, because you had one conversation with a guy about a gun. Like it's just hilarious. Also, yeah. the most brilliant man of all time is just led by some anyone who talks to him. Like the the next opinion he hears becomes the most smartest thing he's ever heard well he ain't that smart he's presented of course as an, he's an academic right. which is which I, is i love that too i love they took so many shots at academia i like that i, I w- did like that what do you mean i'm a genius you're a genius isn't that what we're all doing here yeah we're oh. all just sucking each other off the whole, i mean that was great like, great I'm a genius about hitler studies it's like and i'm not making fun of that because i know that that is satirical and it's on the nose. There's so many things you hear about people like, oh, I'm going to college to study this. And it's like, yeah, what are you going to do with that? You're going to teach that then? And I don't I love Don Cheeto. I think he did great. But in the book, the, the other um, 
professor uh-huh. was a Jewish professor. Right. So that would have obviously added another layer where yes. this guy is like the Adolf Hitler king uh-huh. and his buddy and here Jewish, yeah. is the Jewish guy doing Elvis. Like right. it, it, but either way, it, it doesn't really take away, but obviously there was uh, more themes. In, but, oh, there's always more themes in a book. It's just easier to do. You have more characters. There's more room to do stuff. A book is different than a movie. Yeah. And there was already so much going on. I mean, there's so much going it's on. It's just, you ever watch a movie and they're trying to like show you something or beat you over the head with this message and you're like yeah i figured that out in eighth grade yeah when i was like a sullen teenager i kind of wrapped my head around a lot of this stuff. and i i guess i don't know maybe that makes me sound like a fucking egotistical jerk but like the, a lot of the stuff presented in this film just seems so simple to me mm. and it's just i don't know it i don't know i didn't care for it man it wasn't funny enough i i also thought Maybe I was misled. Maybe I felt a little bait and switch because well, I, I was convinced okay. from like the trailers there was going to be a little bit more of like a sci-fi aspect or that there was something going on that's right under the surface that you can't put your finger on. Especially at one point in this movie, Adam Driver's practicing his German and I could have sworn he had like a flip phone in his hand. And then the daughter walks into him and he snaps it shut and he like hides it. Huh. And I'm like, oh, are we, is this some The Village type M. Night Shyamalan shit where we're in the future, but he's not, he's living in a place where, but it wasn't. I guess that was like some 80s recorder thing, like he must have been recording himself practicing German or something. Like it never came back around, you know? I think I was expecting a much different movie than what I got. Well, that could be because I went in knowing absolutely nothing. Yeah. I said white noise, didn't know anything. I saw the cover was uh, Adam Driver and Don Cheadle and it looked like the 70s, but I guess it was the 80s. And uh, that's all I knew. You know, I, I, I also. Play. You know, I also. Well, I wanted to squeeze this in because it was number two on movies. Yeah, yeah. Like four days ago, or two days ago, even three days ago, mm-hmm. and now it's number eight. So I think the word's out <laughs> that that Dennis Rooney doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, I wanted to squeeze this in because LCD sound system. Oh, uh, that song is so funny. Did you know about that, or did that come on at the end and you were like, oh wow? That's exactly. I was like, oh Look wow, oh yeah, no, that because. On a road, you hated it up until then. <laughs> on a road trip, I kind of did, but I'll tell you why. On the road trip up to uh, Vermont Comedy Festival, shout yeah, out, shout out to those guys. Yeah, uh, awesome time. Uh, Matt Wayne and I, mm-hmm. he's been on the friend pod. Friend of the pod, friend he's of the coming pod. back soon. I hope. Yes, he is. Actor, comic, great guy, great all around guy. Mm-hmm. All right, gonna... he's a schmuck. No. <laughs> did I have anything to say? Did I like just want to talk about how nice he was. Yeah. <laughs> what you were playing LCD for him? Or and something? he's handsome. And he's oh yes. <laughs> LCD and Bring it uh, back around. I got you. That, that song comes on and he's new song. Yes, okay. and he just starts fucking making fun of LCD so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and he's hitting me. He's hitting me with the uh, you know I want a new body hitting that high note. And I'm just like, he's like yeah LCD. And he, I think he is a fan of them too. Which I'm a fan. Like, I like LCD surface level, but I also that's a good band to make fun of in a and way. It, and that's a brand new song. So like yeah. It, so wait, did you know the song before so the movie? We're just driving. It comes on the Spotify. And it's like, is this else? And I'm like, yeah, it is. And I'm like, but I never heard the song before because right. it's a brand new, whatever. It's a, yeah. it's a fairly new song. And I need a new, but need a new body. <laughs> <laughs> so like the whole weekend he's hitting me with buddy, buddy. <clears throat> dancing around the supermarket. I think we did dance around the supermarket singing this as it was, but all uh, right, gay. That was a That's cool from a movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I watched that whole ending credits though. I listened to the whole song with all them Can I be dancing. With you? Can I be real with you? You turned it off immediately. Once I knew we were on the credits, <laughs> I kind of fast forwarded to make sure I wasn't going to miss anything else. 
I dig uh, the song was cool, but I was so annoyed at having to watch this movie. Yeah, I think that you, by the end I was like, just fucking. I turned it off. So I fast. think you brought some other energy into I this think movie. I, did. I think I did, but I'll say this too: I've seen other Noah Baumbach films, and I'm sorry if I'm saying that name wrong. Uh-huh. Um, I'll never forgive you. <laughs> I'll never forgive you, Noah. No, I've seen other of his films, and not many. I don't think any of them have really hit me. What are his other films? Not, I looked him up that. before the pod, okay. and I didn't yeah. write him down. All right. No, neither do but I. But he kind of—he's kind of kind of like Greta Gerwig. He's a new. Well, he's married to, or their partners at least, Greta yeah. Gerwig, mm-hmm. both artistically and uh, maritally. I don't know, but like they're the same kind of pool. You know those two brothers who make weird sci-fi movies. They made a movie called. Uh, Fucking hell. God <laughs> damn it. I cannot think of it. Yeah, right? <laughs> Hold on. We need 10 minutes to Google shit. <laughs> They're two brothers, and they make these weird kind of sci-fi movies that right. are very much... They're kind of like low-budget. Safety Not Guaranteed with Aubrey Plaza was one of them. Oh, okay. We did another one for the podcast. I forget what it was called. Um... But they're like, I don't know, they're these weird little, they're like Hollywood cool kids in a way. So this guy made Marriage Story. Marriage Story I did like a lot. The Meyerowitz stories? I didn't see that. De, De Palma? Didn't see that. Mistress America, While We're Young. I've heard of that one. Francis Ha, okay, you mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, Francis one. Ha, not really a fan of. Greenberg. Greenberg, I thought I was, I kind of liked Greenberg. Kicking and Screaming was his first one. He makes movies about hipsters, basically, for okay. lack of a better term, kind Mr. of. Mr. Jealousy, The Squid and the Whale, I feel like I've heard of that, too. Yeah, that was his big breakout one, Squid Oh, okay, and the whale. that one's 92 on Rotten Tomatoes, right. 2005, The Squid and the Whale. I don't know, I've just, a lot of these movies, I don't know why I keep coming back and giving them more shots, but they don't really do it for me, but Marriage Story was excellent. Oh, was but it? But Marriage Story was his most... Regular movie in a way, you know what I mean? Straightforward. Yeah, just straightforward. It was a straightforward oh, wow. divorce story. Oh, that's the one with. Uh, yeah, did you see it? Adam Driver screaming and crying. Yes. No, dude. Oh yeah, Scarlett uh, Johansson. I saw that. Crying. I needed to see one meme of that, and it's the divorce and they're screaming. I go, no, I've seen that. Yeah. Like my parents divorced plenty of times. <laughs> plenty of times. <laughs> well, I mean, my, my dad's remarried a couple times. You've remarried. Like, you've replayed it in your head many ugh, times. Fucking hell. The. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Any of those? It's like I don't need to. I don't need to. To watch the uh, the effects of a divorce on a family. I got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I um, hear you. I, you know, I've seen the story. I've seen it live and in person. Right. <laughs> Maybe that's why I didn't like this because I grew up in a kind of a big family, and I was just like all that noise. Adam Driver says that at one point. He's like, "What if hell is just noise?" And that replays throughout the film where he's trying to get his grips and like all the noise of everything. And what is perfect life? Just being in a fully stocked supermarket? I guess so. I think that's what they're trying to say, man. I mean, even when everyone dancing dinner, dancing in harmony over an abundance of what you need. It reminded me and I never even saw the fucking It's a metaphor, Dennis. It, it reminded me of um <laughs> A uh, David Burns thing that I yeah, didn't see. Yeah, American Utopia. American Utopia. You know what's so funny? When they played the LCD, I was like, I could, this is also could have been, it had a David Byrne, and they, there's some well, LCD's David obviously Byrne, influenced. Yeah, yeah. influenced. Sure. Uh, yeah, no, I, th- I thought David Byrne in this too. Um, yeah. yeah, that that show, American Utopia. I think of Utopia. that song, Nothing But Flowers, where he's talking about, you know, the world's, he thought he wanted the world to end, and it's like all he wants now is a chocolate chip cookie. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And actually, if you listen to interviews with David Byrne, very down-to-earth guy, and he loves that kind of middle America type shit. Like, he loves, in a way, I don't want to say commercialism, but, like, he loves America. And part of loving America is that America's shallow and we're consumers and all that shit. And and they definitely, that's what they're highlighting, the darkness in that. Yeah. There's a darkness in the... There's darkness, but there's also, like, a comfort to it. They're not saying that, yeah, like, it's death course. necessarily. It's 
It's the productivity. It's the car crash is yeah. optimism. That's I, I really took that opening to sort of right. set up what they're doing. I tried bringing... I, every time I was perplexed by what the movie was trying to talk about, I kept trying to bring it back to that first part right. and see how it related and stuff. And, like, it's one of those things where it's like, I guess I get it, but... Yeah, I just it's uh, not it's not a way I want to spend two hours and 15 minutes um, on a Friday night inconsistent, obviously mm -hmm. dialogue heavy and not dialogue that really is that coherent at times, sometimes intentionally not coherent, definitely intentional. But even when it is, even when you can follow it perfectly, like Don yeah. Cheadle's doing Elvis in a in a hall in a class hall mm -hmm. classroom and uh, drivers doing Hitler and they're 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 inter intertwining their um, what's that called lectures yeah but you can keep that straight in your mind and that's good but then there's other times when people are just talking and it's just incoherent like right. they're not really carrying the same thought uh, point is even if you know even if you can understand it you still have to like pause I, I felt like I took a couple of pauses in this movie yes because they're so fast Took a few pauses, did a few rewinds, turned the subtitles on, turned them back off, turned them back on. I didn't go for subtitles. I just took pauses. Yeah. Because it was too... There's too many words for me to try to read all the words. Yeah. I, I don't want to say... I don't want to complain and be like, people don't talk like this. Because as you know from last episode, my favorite movie, Brick, right. they don't talk that way. At one scene, though, it almost felt like a Tarantino film. Which scene? Really? You yeah, so? I thought so. It was with... I want to say it might have just been Driver and the Wife. It, it's possible and it was just that it was like this the intensity and it was just them back and forth and I was like this almost feels just like in that in that moment yeah <clears throat> like Tarantino was you know, it was pretty close to their faces and just tons of dialogue right <clears throat> and intensity now hold on let me ask you this Dennis I feel like you're being a little unfair but you, you were so hit me with you it you were so positive on Glass Onion that I feel like you're trying to even yourself out for the uh, for the you pot. think I give a shit I know corporate's weighing on you after that Dennis, you can't be... You, you took you gotta, an L. You took an L with glass on you. You're supposed to ride the medium. What are you doing? You're supposed to be level-headed. <laughs> Corpus coming down on you. Yeah. You didn't find any of this movie funny? No, I did. Again, there I There was some funny stuff. I found moments funny. I found scenes enjoyable. But overall, as a film, it's not something I enjoyed. Yeah. You know what scene annoyed me, for example, that yeah. was meant to be funny and it was kind of funny? Okay, okay. But I've also seen this done a thousand times where I'm not impressed by it anymore. They evacuate. They wind up in these tents. Adam Driver's been exposed to the toxic cloud, and yeah. he goes up to the Simuvac uh -huh. guy. Yeah. What's Simuvac? Simulated evacuation. But this is real, right? It is real, but we figured we'd use the real one to prepare for the simulated one. Mm -hmm. It's very Catch-22. But the, 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 the novel Catch-22. The data is real, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. That's what, the data is real. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of those things where it's it's... Kafka-esque where it's like all this bureaucracy you're dealing with and you're trying to get information. You're really not getting information, but they are telling you stuff. Yeah. But the stuff is essentially meaningless. I've fucking, I've seen it before. I've read books like this yeah. before. There, there's so many books like this from the 70s and 80s where... Well, what I liked about that scene is, to me, I was waiting for the fascism. I was waiting for the troops to come out with the white helmets and the, right. band, the bandoliers and just pluck him out of society. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't. This society's like, yeah, well... See you later. Like you just because I'm like, isn't it? Years from now, we'll know more. Because I'm like, isn't it contagious? Right. Like, he's just allowed to walk back in because they don't really care. It's not about the individual. We keep moving forward. Yeah. You know how many car crashes we can have? That's that's fine. Right. I dude, I thought about Trump a little bit when people were talking about the pandemic and all the businesses were Here closing. We go. Mike's gonna make America great again. <laughs> No, but Trump just goes, all these businesses were closing. It's like all oh, these are small businesses not going to come back. All this, and Trump goes, uh, he goes, yeah, but other ones will. 
Right. And it was like, well, you're the president. You probably shouldn't speak like that. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how you got to think. But like the truth is, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, of course, other and sure. will they be monopolies and will they be good for the communities? Who knows? Probably not. That's but like, what I said over quarantine was like, people were like, oh my God, people over quarantine, you had people where it was their one shot in life. They had saved everything or they had finally things together where they were like, I'm going to open my business. And then three months later, quarantine happened and it was like, nope, you're snuffed out. But quarantine was also, for a lot of people, the thing that gave them the opportunity to eventually, eventually open their own things. You know what I mean? How many millionaires from TikTok? Like it didn't. No, I mean, I wasn't thinking that, but, but sure. it's true. It didn't yeah. exist before pandemic. Yeah. I mean, just yeah, of course, there's opportunities. There's people that end up. I wasn't dancing before quarantine. No, now three nights a week. Yeah, I fired my choreographer. I don't need her. Don't need her. No, yeah. I got TikTok. Hello, therapist. She's gone. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok does it all. All right, I, 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 that's a bit. That's <laughs> a bit. It's a bit. We're not doing bits. Okay. How afraid of death are you? Are you like these guys where it's just constantly, you're constantly thinking about who's going to die first? What's my what's my funeral going to be like? I related a lot to that scene. They talked about how greedy it is and how simple it is, but how enjoyable it is to think about your death yeah. and how other people... And I do that embarrassingly often. The self-pity. Emba- I do a lot of driving. Not even, <laughs> even self-pity, but and just being just like... Lo- looking at trees, licking your lips like, just in, I, mean, I bet at this speed... <laughs> in traffic on the way here, I'll just be sitting on the fucking 278 just like... Oh yeah, so and so will be ripped up when I die. Oh, so and so will probably come to my funeral, even though I haven't seen them in a long time. You you're know? just looking over the side of the bridge, like I bet I could like, turn this tire right now. You know, I, they probably they're probably free on Thursday. They could <laughs> open up. We could do a funeral on Thursday, right? <laughs> do you think about death often? Is it something you're worried about? Are you gnawed at I by have mortality? A, I'd say I have a, a a fairly healthy relationship to death. Yeah, if that's the How way often to do you say see it? each other. <laughs> Just friends, friends of benefits, you and Death? I think that when, you know, when it's time, uh-huh. uh you don't really have too much power over it. Right. So I, I you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna waste my let's let's put it this way. I do stand up comedy, I love it. Uh-huh. I don't make any money doing stand up. I don't make any money doing stand up comedy. Three you don't, shows tonight. You don't do it for the month, thank God. You thank don't do God. it for, oh yeah. Three shows tonight's great. No, but you know what I'm saying? Eastville like, every Sunday in Brooklyn, eight o'clock. Come down. I see, thank you. I see that that as I see that as sort of like, yeah, I'm spending my time doing what I want to do and time is you know, you not get tomorrow's not guaranteed. How many how many fucking embroidered pillows do I have to read? Right. You, no, but like, what, what are you a, working all your bits into this fucking podcast? Today? I'm, tr- I'm trying to work something in. Okay. <laughs> You're shitting on the movie four seconds in. <laughs> shitting on the movie's not, I'm not shitting on you. It's okay to shit on the movie. I'm allowed. Yeah, of course. I did not like it, man. <laughs> I didn't like it. No, I don't. I it don't. made me. I don't sit around and, and, uh, and have like active fear of death, but not that I'm like praying for it. Right. Do you feel like you have to like. What's your relationship with life? Do you feel like you have to get shit done in life? Or is there like, you're like, if I, I have to accomplish these goals before death comes for me? Or you're kind of just like, I'm just trying to spend my time happy doing things I like, being around people I enjoy their company. Well, being around people and enjoying the company, that's good. But then it's keeping your peace. Peace is better than accomplishment. I mean, Ooh. you want to have an accomplishment, but you, every day... Can you write that down and mail it to me? Every day you're just living with yourself. Yeah. So like, are you at peace? Tell me about it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you're sitting there grinding your teeth, white knuckle in the fucking steering wheel. Oh like, my God. they'll all miss me when I'm gone. <laughs> Jesus, you weren't a school shooter. You were this close, They'll man. Go back and listen to all those podcasts <laughs> when I'm gone. Your bookshelf is just a hundred catcher in the rise. Yeah. <laughs> 
Dennis Holden Caulfield Rooney. Yeah. Tell you what I'm not holding. Hope. Yeah, not a lot of hope. Well, this yeah, the hope in this movie is that uh is that yeah, IKEA that Amazon's gonna deliver on time. Yeah. I think about death pretty often, like I said. I think about my death pretty Do you? often. Oh yeah, yeah. But you're yeah, not yeah. doing anything about it. About my death? Well, I mean, I'm you're trying not... to take small. Now, I've been saying for two years that now's the time of my life where if I don't start worrying about death now and trying to get ahead of like health and shit, yeah, and like lifestyle issues and stuff, where it's like then I will definitely probably lose years. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not doing anything about it necessarily, but I'm worrying about it, <laughs> which is I'm not which I'm is worrying. productive. And I've heard that if you worry <laughs> about stuff, you suffer twice. Right. Well, I think you said that <laughs> earlier today. Oh, I might have. Uh, that's funny, though, that worry is coming up because this guy, Noah Baumbach, says uh, Woody Allen is his most favorite influence. He says, loves his movies. That's his big guy. Really? Which is interesting because... Brave thing to do nowadays. <laughs> True. <laughs> I'm surprised Gretel let that one out. In public. True. She's like, you said fucking what? But tons of dialogue, tons of neuroticism. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's sure. all in there. <clears throat> it's not New York, but... Right, it's Ohio. Ohio, yeah. I that was the, the thing, too. I thought that was class. This is classic Ohio. Yeah, when we see the plates, I was like, I kept getting, every time they grounded the film more in reality, I was like, oh, oh, this is just a regular, this <laughs> is our universe. This is, I kept expecting there to be some pullback yes. where, like, things aren't what they seem. I don't know. No, I, don't I, know I agree, too, because it had a little bit of the mist in it. Had a little bit of that. Because it's like this airborne toxic thing, and it was like, oh, no, this was just a crashed... Um, tanker yeah, train or whatever. Like, there's no supernatural element. That trucker hitting that train, I don't care how much you're drinking, you're not hitting that train. <laughs> you're not hitting that train. But that, but the scene, though, with the accident as they just keep piling up yes. and then they go in back and th that, see, I thought that was good. But And again, that was like the where the one is tension physically right. and one is <clears throat> emotionally. I, I, you know, I laughed, I laughed plenty of times. Um, I really did like the uh, when the wife is admitting she's had an affair and she's like, I really don't like when you say that he was inside of me. It's uh -huh. like, it sounds like he I'm not an elevator. He got on his hands and knees and crawled inside. Of me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was that was pretty good. He wants to have sex with her at the beginning or some sort of action. And she's like, you want me to read to you? He's like, oh, yeah. He says first rate. Anytime anything is good, he's like first rate. I don't. Have you ever been read to, Michael? <laughs> I'm usually the one doing the reading. I've read to women, but I've never been read to. No, I don't. Think I don't think read. I'd like it. I'd no. be like, can you speed it up? <laughs> can you put a little emphasis on these characters? Just a little something. You thought that was pronounced spatula? <laughs> <laughs> it's spatula. I don't know what book I'm reading that says spatula in it, but there was a word that I looked up from this movie. I think it was canard. Or Canair? I don't know. It's like a ruse. Okay. It's like a rumor. Mm. Um, definitely some Wes Anderson influence in this. Yeah. You know? And he does movies with him? He's done movies with Wes Anderson. I don't know. This guy. The Life Aquatic. I think he co-wrote. Yeah, that's my favorite Wes Anderson. And he co-wrote oh. it. And he co-wrote it. I have to go back and watch that one. I definitely don't think Noah Baumbach is a bad writer. I just think some of his projects, I don't know. Yeah, this was this was ambitious, man. It was a big one. What did you think of the kids? Did you? I like the older one. Does he knows oh, everything? All, they were all great. The old the oldest kid is like actually a genius. Yeah, I liked that the father didn't wasn't jealous though. No, not jealous at all. And he listened to him. Mm -hmm. Do, will that work if your car is like kind of like the water thing? That is no. Get off the like, water thing. And like, then he just says, "Gun it," and it works. Well, he goes, well, he's like, "Turn off the engine," because he's like, "You don't." I guess you don't want the engine on while there's water getting into it. I but then guess. once he gets out, he's like, "If you can get it out." 
I don't know. You know, the car never went that deep in the water, right? Which I guess is what they're working with. But I don't know. I just take that to be like there were certain some things in this movie that yeah. you just have to say, okay, well, whatever. You know, yeah. what, like however that, like that, that works. Dance scene at the end. Well, what ha- <laughs> what was the drug actually doing? Like, I we didn't get any of that. The drug makes you less afraid of death, but it has side effects. Like, what, right? You see words. Your reality, you lose memory. Certainly not. Certainly not worth it to be less afraid of death. I love the line by her when she's admitting to sleeping with him, where she's like, uh, "I love you so much. It's just that I'm, I'm afraid of death more." Right. That's a great line. Like, there's some great writing in this. There's some great scenes. This is overall. It is funny though, as a couple too, to be competing. I'm the one who's scared of death. I love you more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be yeah. A, sh- a a wreck without you. No, I'd be a shell of myself. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. You're competing in that. Neurosis. Every time I've had those conversations, I'm always like, I'd be all right. <laughs> I'd I'd bounce back after six months. I don't have it that good now. Yeah, so. I think so. honestly, I'm not that happy now. <laughs> How Do about, you have money? Let's get married before you die. <laughs> How about the horror element? That horror scene early on. That was a great scene. That, that was, was that was gripping. That was one of my favorite scenes. I was I was I was, I was gripped. Oh yeah, I, say I was scared. But you know, you're like in your. Yeah, I lowered no, I was, the volume. <laughs> you ever do that? That's when I'm. If you ever think you're gonna get me in a movie, it's if I lower the volume because uh, I'm expecting a jump scare or yeah. some loud ass thing. You no, know, and that was shot. I mean, that felt like a felt like a horror movie straight up. And what did that guy? Why are we seeing him throughout the film? What's that supposed to represent? Because he winds up being the person providing the wife with... Yeah, that was the guy. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. But, like, why are, Why is he bumping into him at the supermarket and helping him out and, you know... Mm, yeah, I don't It's like, know. What's, what's... I don't really get what that's supposed to signify. I don't know why that was the same guy at the end. Like, I don't know, you know... Yeah, other than he gets to go in there and be like, is this deja vu? Because deja vu was yes. sort of a theme. Uh-huh. And even in the movie, I think there was something that they might have showed us a scene, or at least they speak about things that you see later... I don't know if there was something we actually saw and we see it again, but I'd have to go back and check that out. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised because this movie went for it like that. Like there was like mm-hmm. a, the meta, there was, there was a little bit of a meta thing. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised. And the whole movie opens up with a Don Cheadle putting a film in, starts the film, and then they're talking about the themes of the movie and the movie. So <clears throat> there's a little bit of that. What was the point? Yeah, I forget. I don't know if we get title cards on this movie. No, it's black and then goes right into goes right into it, right? The projecting. Well, that's the cold open. But does it say white noise between Don Cheadle's scene and the start of the movie? Then no, I don't believe it does. I think it's yeah. just black, yeah. and then cuts to this. I don't know. This just. I'd rather watch like any Wes Anderson movie. I'd rather watch Glass Onion again. No, I'd rather watch New York Escape Prison Story. <laughs> Episode yeah, maybe that check one. that out. That's now, a fun movie. Listen, White Noise. White Christmas. White, white Noise. Give me White Christmas. White, <laughs> white Noise. You do need to take a, a break, though. Like, plan an intermission or watch, like, a hockey game with two intermissions. I could see myself throwing, the, like, being on, like, a second date or third date and telling a girl, like, oh, let's go back to my place and we'll watch a movie. And us both being like, oh, this is going to be a fu-. And then two hours <laughs> into it, we're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't know. Just not a fun. I don't know. I didn't have fun with it. I didn't enjoy it. It might be a good movie to put on if you bring a girl back because she'll be bored pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe she'll want to kiss you. You think so? Well, you're going to need some help. You know, it's better kissing me on the neck. (laughs) And I leave. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait, is that from the movie? (laughs) Stop making eye contact with me. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Why did Greta Gerwig speak like that? Why, Why did, did it, everybody speak that way? Why did it have to be black noise? Why not black noise? That's Why couldn't it have been? Why couldn't it have been black noise? I don't know. I don't know, man. 
I got nothing else for to say about this. Jesus, book. really? You jumping? I'm, I'm, I don't know. Final thoughts? Oh wow! All right. Well, I say uh, it's worth a stream just because it's uh, dark enough to be interesting, but it's not a perfect movie. It's not a perfect movie. It's barely a movie. Fuck this movie. No, I'm not. Wow, that's aggressive. But I that's so crazy. I will say like fuck this movie. Like if I, you'd have to pay me to watch this movie again. You'd have to pay me fifty dollars to watch this movie again, and I'd still be begrudging about it. Jesus. Yeah. I'd still be like, I make more money doing stand-up, but I guess I'd just sit on my couch. You heard it here, folks, okay? We don't always agree. No, of course not. This isn't the first time. All right, this isn't the agreeable podcast, okay? We're not sitting like, here agreeing. I feel like if you watched this movie the, when you started doing the podcast with me, though, you would have been like, I didn't like it. Fuck this movie. But now... Why? Because... You've watched so many movies that you've I had do, to like no, talk I, about it. So I, 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 I can kind of see value in movies. I like dark satires. So like... When you started this podcast, you only liked good endings that wrapped everything up. Now you're a little like, all right, I get it. It's up to you. No, you can project anything you want on me, but that's okay. Have I'm you, I am, that's what I'm doing. Have you ever seen the movie Network? Who? There's, there's a movie Network. It was a satire. I think it's from the 70s. The Dish Network? And there's tons of dialogue. Uh-huh constantly going and it's these overall themes of uh the media controlling us and and leading with disaster instead of actually doing the news uh-huh. to a point now like at the time was like revolutionary because the news actually had integrity now the news is just leaning into that it's gone beyond what yeah. the movie network shows just to interrupt real quick we see it in white noise at the tents before everybody evacuates again out of the tents you got the old man holding the TV scaring the shit out of everybody little on the nose I thought that was network yeah okay that's network I don't need to see it no but that is there's a there's a scene that's so Amanda Sell that's so close to that yeah um I'm not sure if it's actually Mad as Hell is a theme throughout that whole movie. You really should watch Network. It's I'll like probably it, get around to it. It's like you know, I don't it's one of these fucking things. shit movies like White Noise. I'll watch Brick if you watch Network. Ooh, we got to wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> we got to wrap this up so I can contemplate that offer. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Dennis Rooney Seven. Follow the podcast to see the whole schedule on Instagram at Netflix Book Club Podcast. Mike, where can they find you? All social media uh, underscore Mike huh? Tui, What's that? If you don't know what the underscore is yet, uh, get a clue. Get a clue. Are we killing the bit? You got to tell me, otherwise I'll just be annoying. Do you not know? You had to. You had to hit shift, and then it brings the dash down to the floor. That's the underscore, baby. All right. Goodbye. Podcast, Instagram, Netflix. Do you make the schedule on Instagram? Podcast. The red and white picture of me and you? Do I make it? You don't make it. Back when we used to like each other? <laughs> <laughs>